0: Hello, welcome back. I have a little bit of a juicy topic today. Um, I did feel iffy on this one. And then I'm happy because I did record this once actually a couple weeks ago. And then I had a change of heart. I had a change in opinion based on the book I was reading people I talked to. And I was like, you know what, I didn't get it perfectly right the first time. Let's do it again. So you know, it's okay to change your mind. And if you change your mind, just go back and let people know. So I'm changing my mind, and here today we are going to talk about forgiveness. Um, and I'm sure you've seen the title: forgiveness is overrated. I'm not saying don't ever forgive anyone for every for anything at all. You're going to give yourself a bit of a headache on that one, but I think it's more of a critique of the way we talk about forgiveness, especially with victims of you know certain acts of of violence. Or just any betrayal or any people that have suffered pain in any way. I think the way that we urge them towards forgiveness is a little messed up. And that's what we're here to talk about today. And I feel like I have some, you know, enlightening thoughts on forgiveness. You know, I read this book all about love, bell hooks. I'll mention it in every episode from now till the day this show ends because I love that book. And that was one of the big things that really changed my perspective on forgiveness. So. What do I mean when I say that the way we talk about forgiveness is messed up? I have thoughts. So I feel as though oftentimes we prioritize forgiving others for their transgressions over our own healing, that essentially forgiveness comes first, healing comes second, and I think it should be the other way around. We praise those who can look the person who hurt them in the eye and say, I forgive you. You know, there's strength in taking the high road, which is true, but- There is also strength in withholding your forgiveness and focusing on your own healing and not focusing on alleviating someone else of their guilt. Don't make anyone feel like you should say, I forgive you before you really need to. And don't say it if you don't mean it, because that's not going to make you feel better, especially if you end up in a situation where the person wants to, quote unquote, get back to normal. So let's use the example of an unfaithful partner and you say, I forgive you when you didn't really mean it because maybe the person felt guilty about it or said that they did, which I have a note on that later on how, you know, someone else experiencing guilt still does not entitle them to your immediate forgiveness. You can feel bad about it. You did wrong. And I want you to live with that for a little bit. But I digress from my point of which I can now not remember. I got it. Just don't say, I forgive you before you mean it and don't pressure anyone to forgive you. They may be like, "Oh, like it's not that bad. You should just forgive them." That's for you to decide, and when you've reached a stage in your healing process, that is when you get to say those three words if you mean it and if you're ready. I could honestly end the episode here. That was my point. But I have more, you know. I always have more. My big overarching point if you walk away with nothing else is that I feel like I'm speaking fast. Am I speaking fast? I'm just very I'm passionate about it now because the first time I recorded this, I was very nervous because I felt like the way I was saying it, it sounded like I was saying you shouldn't forgive anyone for anything, which isn't true, but it is true sometimes. But back to my point, overarching, I think, I believe very strongly, no one is entitled to your forgiveness. It shouldn't be like a, I did something bad, now you have to forgive me. They don't, you don't have to forgive anyone if you don't want to. And you shouldn't force anyone to expedite that healing timeline for you. I don't think that you're a bad person for choosing not to forgive someone for how they hurt you. I think it's, you know, there's a a million ways people could hurt you, unfortunately. And so when I say this, it's very much a very broad blanket. It could be something like, they tripped you when you walked by. That's that's mean. You can choose to forgive them. Mm, They murdered your child. That's very different. And so, or they inflicted some type of physical harm on you in a domestic setting or otherwise. That's a very different type of healing process and a very different type of forgiveness. And so I don't want to make commentary on those experiences. One that I've never had. And because I feel like my quote unquote solution and advice is a little too simple for such big emotions and such big experiences. Um, Again, my point still stands of don't offer forgiveness if you don't mean it and if you're not ready. But I think other points that I will come to later, this is just a general disclaimer going forward. And what I'm talking about with forgiveness, I'm not necessarily talking about like playground fights. Like it extends to things like maybe partner infidelity you know rough times and friendships and things of the sort it is a general note about forgiveness but i will say it might not map perfectly onto every single situation you've experienced um which is why i, I add this note that i do also believe that in general if if you've been hurt so bad to the point where the best solution the best thing to do for you and your personal healing is to just separate yourself from this person without offering them, without gifting them your forgiveness because that is a privilege to have trust and forgiveness in a relationship of any sort, very important. And if you choose that the best solution for you is just to separate yourself from this person who had, I I kind of want to talk about intent versus impact, but I, when you're hurt, you're hurt, period. And so I'm not going to try to, you know, I've heard that point. Anyone's listening to this who knows exactly where I got that from. Hey, welcome. Um, because when you're hurt, you're hurt, period. Um, and so yeah. If you feel like, if you've been hurt, I hate saying if you feel like, because I feel like it feels very sticky, very mean. If you've been hurt to the point where you think that the best option is just to remove yourself from the situation and the person or persons or perpetrators of pain, of violence, of betrayal. Without gifting them the luxury of your forgiveness, I don't think you're in the wrong for that either. Um, and I was very firmly on that train of you don't have to forgive anyone for anything. I think when it comes to certain transgressions, it might be helpful, uh, for you to forgive this person, but I'm not forcing your hand. And again, this depends on the severity of the transgression. Tripping someone and beating them up are two very different things. And so I can't give you one blanket solution for approaching both of those and the healing process for both of those. But I will just make a general note about my feelings about forgiveness as a concept. Um, yeah. And hopefully it also maps onto real life in practice, but I know nothing is perfect. Neither am I. And I will likely change my mind again on some of these things. So expect an update episode from me in a couple years, but I am once again digressing from my notes I have made a detour in a very different direction. I do hope that that disclaimer was somewhat helpful going forward and understanding where my mind is at when I'm talking about forgiveness. I am trying to cover some big things, but I know that I don't map onto those things perfectly. And because I'm missing my point again, but I do have a personal example coming up. And so I will go back to my original point now. As I was saying before I took two left turns and a right, I don't think you're a bad person for choosing not to forgive someone for how they've hurt you. When the pain is big, the pain is big. That is all. However, I do believe that it's not... And of course, it varies by situation because I'll get there. I'll make my statement and I will stand behind my statement like a big girl. I don't want for this statement to be interpreted as you having the freedom to enact violence or pain back onto that person, or to continually remind them of how they hurt you. Continually remind them not as in, you've hurt me, it comes up in conversation, that's normal. I'm talking about the like almost immature level of just saying it over and over and over and over again. Of course, this is within time and circumstance. And we will get there. We will get there. I'm at a point in my life. This is what I'm saying. This is a tricky episode for me. This is a very tricky one. And I may go back and do it again. And that is okay because you can change your mind. Um, I am personally at a point in my life where I am incredibly upset with someone. And I've been like this. We're in August for eight months now, since the beginning of the year. Uh, the kind of, you know, it's the kind of pain and betrayal that you carry with you for the rest of your life. It changes the way it fundamentally changes the way that you function and the way that you can interact with this person. And I haven't forgiven this person. And I don't really intend to. And I think that my understanding of forgiveness has also changed. Like maybe I have forgiven them because now I can talk to this person without feeling like I want to enact violence on them to say it kindly. Um But I, I don't, I don't know. And so I, that's why I was like, forgiveness is a confusing term for me because I was attacking the concept of forgiveness in the way that we use it often to, to a certain degree, bully victims to force, especially if like you have some connection with the person that enacted violence or pain on them. And so you're telling them that they have to forgive them because the person feels bad. I'm like, that's not true. And I don't think that's how that should work. But like in this kind of situation and thinking about just forgiveness on a smaller level, you know, maybe I don't understand the concept of forgiveness, but now's not the time for confusion. So i I've, I've moved on to the degree that I've stopped with the silent treatment and the passive aggression because I was walking circles around this person in the sense of I would pretend I didn't see you like i just i just and it wasn't to be mean to you, it's just that I need a distance to heal, and this is what I'm talking about, so no I know what I'm talking about, no confusion here, and I don't think and I don't know if I'm being contradictory when I say this with everything else I'm gonna say after, but for me. Forgiveness. Okay, I think I'm correct. I think I know what I'm talking about. Big girl moment here. I don't think that forgiveness has to mean going back to the way things were before X, Y, and Z happened. And in my personal situation, with the scars that I have and the knowledge that I have now, I frankly wouldn't want to go back to the way things were. But on that point of not going back to the way things were before, I think that's also a common misconception with how we use forgiveness as a concept, as a gift of sorts right you know no one is entitled to your forgiveness and when you offer it it doesn't mean you kind of put like a you haven't just stepped in the time machine and gone back before x y and z happened and i think that's how people pretend that's how forgiveness works that when you do something bad to someone else and they say i forgive you that you now have the freedom to just be like it never happened and i hate that and that's not what you should be going back to after forgiveness. I. I think with that kind of mindset, you almost move on the wrong... I don't know how to explain it, I don't know how to put it into words. Says so the lady with the podcast. But it feels like you're ignoring it almost. And I know that for some people, especially if you end up in that situation of maybe you think you're ready, you give out the forgiveness, the person wants to go back to normal. You're quote unquote living normally with this person. I'm specifically thinking right now because I have that example in my head of an unfaithful partner you say you forgive them, you realize later, you actually kind of don't, you have some discomfort being around them, but they're ready to go back to things like normal, and they're pretending like it never happened. That I don't like. And I'm not saying you shouldn't exist and wake up at the same time and eat your breakfast. Like I guess I get irritated seeing you so comfortably return to your normal, but I'm so far from my normal. And so that's why I say you should not give out forgiveness if you're truly not there. And sometimes you don't realize, maybe you think you're there and you're not. And don't be afraid to take it back. If if that's like, it's not to say that, oh my God, I hate you now, get out of my house. It's to say, actually, I realize I'm not, I'm just not that comfortable being around you right now. And I'm still having some difficulty processing everything. I'd like to keep my distance again for the time being. Because I think that for me, distance is a huge part of healing. Limiting interaction with said person gives me an opportunity to cool down. Because if I'm constantly around you, I'm going to be constantly upset with you. And I don't really have an opportunity to think through my thoughts if I'm arguing with you either. So don't be afraid to take it back or ask for more time. And if this person felt truly guilty, they'd give you all the time in the world and they'd wait for you because they fucked up, not you. Um. Yeah, I think... It is necessary to clarify what forgiveness means. As I said, I expressed a little bit of confusion there for a second on what I was saying, and was hoping it didn't sound contradictory to you. And you know, the aspect of forgiveness that I'm talking about, because it might be a bit reductive to say that it's all about giving someone else, a, "I forgive you." Uh, but the way we use it commonly, it's largely tied—it's largely tied to alleviating the guilt of the person who hurt you to supposedly aid in your in your own recovery which this was the part i wasn't getting before that makes a little bit more sense to me now because i i was i was of the mindset previously it just wasn't a necessity in your healing process either to forgive other people and i feel like i'm personally healing but i don't think i forgive the person that hurt me and so i'm not going to tell them that i forgive them because it's not true There's a certain degree of, of trust that has been lost that will never be regained. And I think that I can live with that. Can they live with that? I don't know, but I can. And so, and I can exist cordially because I don't forgive you. Like, I don't think what you did was okay. I don't know a hundred percent. I will think out loud here in this episode. I'm forming my thoughts just as you are. I don't have all the answers. I know that I forgive you isn't the same thing as it's okay that you did it. It's not condoning that behavior, but I just don't mean it. If I say that in this particular situation that I'm going through, I'd be lying if I said I forgave this person. Cause I don't. And like, I don't forgive you. What you did was wrong. And it was an unforgivable act. Um, especially cause it's a snowball act on top of like just a lot of other things. So, it's just, I exist with this person maturely, and that's it. And I keep my distance because that's what's comfortable for me. This person tried to engage in any type of physical contact with me, or any, I'd be very uncomfortable. And so I exist in a place that's comfortable for me. On my healing journey for the past eight months, I found a space for myself that I exist in comfortably, and I'd like to remain in this space. And for me, that is optimal positioning for healing, and it didn't come with an I forgive you. So I think that's what I was trying to get at, of it not being a necessity and being in that situation where you can remove yourself or create distance. If that's the best solution for you and it doesn't come with that, that's fine. I think there's a forgiveness process that has to happen within yourself because sometimes you might feel guilty for being mad at someone for something And maybe feel like your emotions are invalid, or the degree of your reaction is too much, which I think can be, unfortunately, the case for women sometimes. I often feel like, am I too mad about something? And then I have to find someone else and be, and they're like just as upset as I am. And I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not being overdramatic. It's something that like my feelings are valid and something I have the right to be upset about. And so, all of this is a huge part of forgiveness, and that's why I'm saying that forgiveness shouldn't be like a perpetrator-focused thing. And I feel like that's the way that we use forgiveness as a, you do it for someone else. You do it for the person that hurt you, but it should be you do it for yourself. And if it comes with offering that person and I forgive you, that's fine, as long as you do it at the right time. But there should there's definitely a lot of internal healing, a lot of internal forgiveness that has to happen before that. And that is just my suggestion to you that that's kind of the way the timeline goes. You come first, and if appropriate and you feel comfortable, then the next person. I think I've gotten my brain in the right place. Thank you for offering me the chance to think out loud. I still have a lot to run my mouth about. On my previous point of not hurting the person that hurt you, I know that's difficult, but I don't think that hurting this person back accomplishes anything. Again, this depends on the situation, and I'll get there. But you shouldn't weaponize your victimhood against another person to get even. And I I don't know if I've, this is how I've written it, but I don't know if I love my own wording. And I'm going to be honest with you about that. You are a victim, but I do think there are people that will beat that to death um, in certain situations. And there are people, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it comes from a, a degree of stagnation in the healing process because I I think that victimhood is a two-sided coin for me because I think there's a lot of surety and comfort that can come from that in understanding that you have been hurt and that you can em- almost embrace that because people might try to tell you that your feelings are invalid, your experience is invalid and that you weren't a victim of anything, you're fine. And so that's why I say taking on the label of victim can have that degree of empowerment. But I also think Falling into it too heavily can make you take a backseat in your own life a little bit in certain situations where you almost subjugate yourself for too long and victimize yourself for too long. And sometimes that can manifest itself in some less than ideal behavior towards other people, perpetrators and others. So that's where my two sidedness with victimhood comes from. And that's why, again, this is a time and a circumstance thing. If it just happened yesterday, I'm not going to tell you to, you know, get it together and move on. But depending on the circumstance and the amount of time that's passed, I might encourage you otherwise. But yes. Um, so yeah, everything I'm saying, I'm really not backtracking, but I really want you to understand where I'm coming from. If you have been a victim of any type of pain, which, which, most of us have of something. Someone's always going to be there to do you dirty. Unfortunately, it's just how life is, but I just want there to be some common understanding because communication is also a huge part of the healing process between you and the person that hurt you, whether that's a line that you'd like to keep open or not. And if it is open, misunderstanding, I think can hinder the healing process for you a lot. But my point that I have once again digressed from, you know, my question is, how can you focus on your healing if you're so concentrated on getting back on getting back at someone else? That was my point with that point. Less so about hurting the other person. A little bit about hurting the other person, but depending on the situation. Cause I understand you have experienced pain and you want to see them experience pain. I totally get that. You know, I've watched my fair share of videos of parents in courtrooms attacking the person that hurt their child and I will not act like I didn't sit there and clap. I gave a standing ovation and I'm not going to tell those parents that they were wrong for their reaction because I don't think that they were. Also, that's a bigger situation though, than like someone tripping in the hallway. And I'll always use that as my, my low grade experience, but just in general and thinking about healing, not thinking about particular situations because then things get a little bit tricky. So I guess living a little bit more in theory than in practice for a second, how can you focus on your healing if you're so concentrated on getting back at someone else? The time that I'm essentially thinking about like revenge plots, the time and effort that you spend months and years trying to get back at someone for something is time that could have been spent working on you. And I really want to, f- you know, advocate for a you centered life, a you centered healing experience because you are the most important person in your life. And so my concern is you've been hurt and you are in so much pain and you, you are just in such a vulnerable place that you should be the only thing that you're focusing on, not this other person that hurt you. And that's a difficult thing to do. I'm not saying that revenge is a bad feeling to have, but I do think that the extent to which some people dedicate themselves to getting revenge to the point where revenge supersedes any effort that they put into um, recovery and healing. That's when I get concerned is my point. Actively attempting to heal and healing is active. It forces you to focus on the positive and dwelling in revenge, especially for too long puts you in a negative space, and as I said, hinders your healing. And sometimes I advise people against revenge, especially long drawn-out plots of revenge and passive aggression, because sometimes I think the best of revenge is to not give this person any more of yourself, not your time, your effort, your love, your hate, nothing. Just give them nothing. Don't give them you anymore because sometimes that's what people want from you. They want you, the good or the bad, because they want your attention. They want you to look at them. They want you to pay attention to them. And even if you're cursing them out and keying their car, they count that as attention. They still soak it up. And so you're not helping yourself, but you are helping them. And that's not the kind of healing process I'd want to see for you. And so that's that's where that comes from. I... I feel like this also is something I want to address. I was going to skip this note, but I feel like I'd be dishonest if I did so. Um, I think there's a different, I think intent should play a part in how you choose to dole out forgiveness. And I'm not trying to make that decision for you. I've just found that for myself, offering people grace for mistakes, I think is the only way that you'll function in life because everyone fucks up. I was like, you're not just giving out forgiveness for big things. There's little things to give forgiveness for too. You know, there's almost always something to forgive someone for, for every single day of the week, almost every hour. Cause everyone is bound to fuck up. You know, I've hurt people unintentionally that I can look back and be like, man, that was really shit of me. And you know, I would like their forgiveness. And so I can't say that you shouldn't give forgiveness for anything, especially mistakes. I think that people make mistakes. I think, People should own up to their mistakes. That's a huge part of whether or not I would want to give forgiveness or you should give forgiveness to me. If I can't own up to it, I don't deserve your forgiveness. Um, but I do think there's a difference between making a, a mistake and someone intentionally deceiving, hurting, or betraying you. And sometimes that line gets blurred. Sometimes people don't intend to, but they still hurt you. And so that's why I say it's a matter of circumstance and impact. How do you feel about it? You know, Don't let anyone make that decision for you, not me, not anybody else. It's, it's a decision for you to make. All I can do is be that little angel on your shoulder, hopefully giving you some good advice about how to go about forgiveness and healing. Uh, I, I don't apply this to every situation because as I said, some hurt, some pain, some betrayal is bigger than other things. I am generally, uh, most times of the year, of the mindset that intentionally hurting another person in response to the pain that they've caused you doesn't make you that much better than them. And I say this statement with a massive grain of salt. Because sometimes I feel like people really deserve to get a taste of their own medicine. And so I'm not going to act like that's not the case and that I don't believe that and that I don't practice that. Um, But I do think that in certain situations and to certain degrees, getting back at someone is truly not worth it and doesn't make you better because who, because I, I, I think about it in this way because I'm a very mechanical thinker when it comes to things. Um, You know, if you were to look at this situation, a black and white, you bring in an outsider and they remove context and history and they look at these two, you know, which I'm, you know, I'm always an advocate for context and history, but if you had, third party come in and look at the situation. This person did this, to this person, this person did that. It very much becomes almost an indistinguishable situation between the two parties because you've both hurt each other. And at that point, there's additional forgiveness that has to be doled out, not specifically for this other person, but for yourself, for pain that you've now inflicted on another person. And that's something that you have to work through. And as much as you might harbor negativity towards this other person for how they've hurt you, you are now in a position of wanting and maybe needing their forgiveness because you've now inflicted pain on them. And that kind of back and forth does not allow for healing because sometimes revenge is not as sweet as you think it is and you might end up feeling even more hurt yourself. And so I think in certain situations, in many situations, forgiveness doesn't further the healing process. It can, Revenge can hinder it. I think I just said, I think I said forgiveness just now. I'm going to backtrack my statement. That revenge does not always further the forgiveness journey, but sometimes hinders it. And as I said, I was hesitant to say this because, you know, I can't make the decision for you on how you dole out forgiveness. Um, And you can't make that decision for me. And my mind changes on it. And it varies from situation to situation. And so this is a huge blanket that I'm throwing out there. But it gives you a lot to think about because, as I said, there's almost always something that someone's going to want your forgiveness for because there's always going to be someone there to hurt you, unfortunately. You know, you can clear your space and your energy as much as possible, but there will always be attempts and sometimes those attempts are successful. And I just want you to not feel too blindsided by that and to not be too lost or too easily influenced about how you give out your forgiveness in that situation. yes you know all of this as I said in the beginning isn't to say that you should never forgive anyone for anything rather that when you are hurt you should prioritize your well-being and your comfort over the comfort of anyone else you come first you know tend to yourself tend to your heart tend to your body tend to your mind because you're going through it right now and this person banging on your door and sending you text messages is not your biggest concern you are your biggest concern so create the space for yourself to heal you know, for me, and this is where my big critique comes in, a little less confused on this one because I am a little upset about it. You know, forgiveness in the most common sense to me and what I've observed feels like it's more for the person who inflicts pain than for the one who received it, that you're a quote unquote good victim if you can forgive the ones who hurt you. And I hate that, that people are like, The way people cheer when you say, Oh, I forgive you for hitting me with your car or, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like there's almost too much praise for those acts of forgiveness. And it's a little concerning to me because it's, how do you view people that don't want to give forgiveness? Because you're not in the wrong for not doing that either. If someone hurt you really badly, especially if it just happened, you know? And so I don't want you to feel like you're a bad victim or a bad person for not rushing to give someone an I forgive you, even if it's months later you are still healing. There's no perfect timeline for healing and recovery. There's no right amount of time to get it done. It happens for you and it ends for you when it ends for you. And for some people, healing is a lifelong process. And so, you know, if this person really cared about you, they'd wait for your forgiveness. Or there's some people that don't care to get your forgiveness. And so you shouldn't be in a rush to give it to them because they hurt you maliciously. They intended to do it and now they feel comfortable with themselves and they don't feel any guilt. At all, guilt makes a difference, but guilt shouldn't expedite that timeline. But my point is, focus on yourself. In any situation, focus on yourself and your healing, because I feel like offering someone, and giving someone, and gifting someone, a for, and I forgive you for them is just like a a weightlessness, a sense of freedom, a, a sense of alleviation of the weight of the guilt. And you shouldn't do that for them if you haven't been alleviated of your pain. That's not fair. To put it frank and honest, it's not fair, in my opinion. They shouldn't get to walk around happy-go-lucky because they're like, oh, yeah, I totally fucked her over. But she forgave me, and now they're happy and they're fine. And here you are hurt. That's not fair. And so I'm not saying, uh, I'm going to say this with a grain of salt i'm not saying you know i want to see them suffer like a little bit you know you should be distraught if you hurt someone and you cared about them genuinely you'd feel guilty about it and so i'm not going to sit here and fix that for you right now if i'm hurting because you can't and shouldn't be helping anyone until you've helped yourself so yeah you know your relationship to the people that hurt you varies by situation it could be a stranger it could be a loved one and so the way you approach forgiveness varies Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people act out and commit pain and hurt and betrayal on other people because they themselves are hurting. And so you may want to help them, but I still think you shouldn't put that above your own healing process. Because again, you can't help others if you haven't helped yourself. I, as I said, the, you know, I'm not trying to crap on the entire concept of forgiveness. I'm peeved by the part where you're, quote unquote, supposed to aid in the other person's healing process, either in addition to yours or ahead of yours, and I don't think that that is fair to you. You know, you get an opportunity to be a little bit selfish, and it shouldn't even be considered selfish, to take that kind of time for yourself, and kind of disregard the other person, because you're the one that got hurt, and you should really take the time to work on yourself. I just love encouraging people to focus on themselves in their own lives. It's very easy to feel like you're supposed to be concerned with other people, and you know, you should. You should care for other people. I've made several episodes especially the one right before this one, which you should definitely listen to talking a lot about offering people love and kindness and care and attention. But I don't think that should come before doing it for yourself because what place is it coming from? If you don't already have a well of it for yourself, you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, and to a certain extent with certain people and certain transgressions and depending on your relationship with this person, sorry, I don't think I should have to be a part of your healing journey. If you fucked me over, you've messed me up. You've hurt me so horribly. And then you want to be sad about it. I, I'm not, and this isn't coming from a place of, I'm not trying to be inconsiderate or mean. It's like, why are you calling me and asking me to help you now when you just hurt me? You know, if I make that decision, it's my decision, but no one should come to me. And this is where my concern comes from with forgiveness You might not have been hurt. Maybe a friend was hurt. Maybe one friend hurt another friend and you're the third friend in the room. That you shouldn't be telling people that they should forgive other people for things because you weren't the one that was hurt. If you you know, look at the circumstances of this particular situation, fine, but you have to recognize that you're also a biased party because you're friends with the person that did the hurting. And so you're like, Oh, it was it wasn't, you know, malintention and they didn't want to hurt you and they're your friend, and so you should forgive them. I don't really I have some peeves with that. I can't say I've never done it, because that would be a lie. But I think in certain circumstances, in certain situations, if you recognize that this is a bigger issue, it might be better to take a step back, recognize that you are a biased party in the situation, and either play the field evenly or don't play it at all. Um, but yeah, I personally am not really interested in taking on the baggage, the weight, the emotional stress, the spiritual stress of healing someone else when they've hurt me so badly, especially if I have not recovered from my own pain. I think it's totally up to you. There are people that want to do that. And I commend you for that. Actually, that just goes back to my point, you know, praising people who've been victims for helping the people that hurt them. I caught myself there. Not saying it's not I guess applaud worthy or whatever. I don't think you did a bad thing by doing that. I'm just saying that we shouldn't create a good victim, a good victim, bad victim, um, dichotomy. That's my, where my concern comes from with that. You can applaud people for whatever the hell you want. I just concern myself with being too cheerful with that kind of stuff. then so people who don't do it are made to feel like they're doing something bad. But again, I'm repeating myself, but it's because this is such a, a big topic for me. Um, I think that when people hurt you that they should be able to come to terms with what they've done and handle it on their own. And I don't think that they should honestly burden you with that because that's manipulative, in my opinion, to be like, like, you know, they've hurt you and then they come to you right after being like, but I'm hurt, too, and you should help me. And it's like, no, you know, like recognize in those situations where that can become very manipulative um, of them trying to leverage their own perceived victimhood against yours and to make it seem like theirs is bigger than yours and that they are in fact not both perpetrator and victim or just perpetrator they are whole victim and more victim than you and so that is where my concern comes from and please be wary of those types of people because that can really hinder your healing process and mess that up for you big time so that is my advice on that And for my new note, so up to this point, my notes have been very similar to what they were for the original episode. I've blabbed off some new points, but for a whole new block of information was a conversation that I had with someone in a situation regarding forgiveness and someone deciding whether or not to give forgiveness. And I realized this was very, it was a good thing that I heard this. So, you know, I had that enlightening conversation and it changed my stance a little bit. This person was promoting a you-centered form of forgiveness. So trust me, this is not wholly my idea. It was partially the basis of the episode. But I think I just, you know, I was at a different point, you know, a month ago, two months ago, with my own healing journey than I am now. And so I was definitely being a little bit spiteful, a little bit negative in my perception of forgiveness, period, and not wanting to give it at all for anything. Because my stance before was that you didn't need to forgive people to heal at all. And that varies by circumstance, but I was fully like full stop on that. And I changed my stance on that a little bit because of this you centered form of forgiveness, that you were also a part of the forgiveness equation. It's not just a uh, you giving it to them. It's you giving it to yourself. And I was missing that second half of the equation. You know, forgiveness can can be something that you do for yourself and not for others. That even if you do give that person the, I forgive you, you didn't do it for them. And I think that we push victims to do it for other people not for themselves. It's like, oh, like they deserve it or, oh, they're not that bad or, oh, you should get over it. It should be a, I want to say it because I think if I get that off my chest, I can move on from it properly. And that's a very, that's a slightly different way of looking at it than what I was going for. And so that's the direction, that's the playing field I'm more so in now. I think that this can include a degree of selectivity and it should and that you shouldn't give it out prematurely even if it is a you centered if you're you know trying to hop on your healing process so you're like i'm going to just give them a, i forgive you and be on my merry way if you don't mean it it doesn't carry weight it might carry weight for them because they want to be oh my god i'm so sorry i knocked my mic i was getting so passionate I'm sorry um you know it might not it won't carry weight for you if if you're saying it too early in your healing if you don't mean it, it doesn't carry any meaning for you but that person will be happy to be freed from the shackles of their guilt and they will run with it. So don't do it unless you truly, truly mean it. Um, and think it'll genuinely be conducive in your healing because I, I don't, you know, in my situation I brought up before of like someone wanting to return to normalcy after they've been forgiven. And then the person who did the forgiving wasn't really there yet. And then that creates a whole nother world of issue. And so, Because I've seen people forgive other people too prematurely for things, and they didn't really mean it because other people were telling them it's time to get over it, or they felt like maybe they were dwelling on it too long, but they didn't really heal from it, and then it creates a whole other world of problems, and so I don't want to see that happen for you. And so I do agree that you know, even in a you-centered form of healing and forgiveness, that you should do things at the time that's most appropriate for you, including saying, I forgive you. And it could still be something that you do for yourself and not for other people. And I think that we should encourage people who have been victims of pain, violence, betrayal, etc. To do things on their own timeline in a time that is best and most appropriate and healthiest for them. Not at the time that's most convenient for the person that hurt them. Yes. And another big thing besides this one conversation that really influenced my feelings on forgiveness And I still have a lot of conflicting feelings about forgiveness. Um, I'm a very tough person to get forgiveness out of. I'll either give it out prematurely because I hate conflict. I hate being in argument with people. I hate having tension with people until sometimes I'll just say, I forgive you. And I'm like talking like up to like very, very recently for me. I'll just say it so that, you know, we move on from tension and we can quote unquote go back to normal because I just hate tension. I hate feeling like I'm in conflict. I hate, I just don't like being in that space with anybody. And so I'm guilty of giving out that I forgive you or even if I don't say it explicitly, pushing myself towards normalcy quicker than I should so that I can move on. Because it's it's very much so for me because I don't like to be in that place. It's not because I forgive you or anything like that, but that leads to you burying things and burying emotions and not healing from it properly. And then it's one of those things that will just come up over and, and over and over again. So very important. I'm really speaking from the heart here. Do things on the timeline that's most appropriate for you. And don't make anyone feel like you're taking too long. Unless you're just being petty, because that's something else altogether. If you're being petty, that's on you. But, you know, I'd like, I'm, I'm not assuming that. Again, the other thing from the conversation that um, pushed me in this new direction opened up a little bit of a new perspective on forgiveness for me it was all about love by bill hooks where she talks a lot about forgiveness wonderful book i talk about this book a lot love this book so i've pulled a couple quotes here for you i could have integrated them into you know the rest of the episode like you're supposed to and like essays you know you drop a quote or you paraphrase something and you support it with evidence but i'm just going to drop you gems here because i want you to just absorb them i don't want to dilute them with my own rambling and so i'm going to rapid fire Give you a couple quotes, give you a second to think about them, and we're going to wrap up because I think that Bell hook says it better than I do. And so that's whose words I'd like to leave you with. But Bell hook says, forgiveness is an act of generosity. It requires that we place releasing someone else from the prison of their guilt or anguish over our feelings of outrage or anger. This is essentially where my initial critique of forgiveness comes from. It is an act of generosity it is a gift, it is a luxury, and no one is entitled to your forgiveness. And the way that we commonly think of forgiveness and push people towards forgiveness is from that place of releasing someone from guilt or anguish over your own feelings. And it can be invalidating to do that to someone. So please don't do it. (laughs) It's really not appropriate. Don't do it. Um, and you yourself don't, you know, if not appropriate, you know, don't, sidestep your own feelings in pursuit of someone else's healing journey or freeing someone else in any way. Next quote. And this is the one that really made me be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be mean. And maybe people in some cases are deserving, are mm, deserving. I use loosely of my forgiveness. She says, by forgiving, we clear a path on the way to love. I was like, You're making sense in the context of the whole book, in the book being all about love, pun intended. um, It does, it does. And I'm not talking about love for the person that hurt you. You don't have to love that person. I don't expect you to, but love for yourself and your ability to facilitate love. If you're someone that's just so backed up of old transgressions and old pain, it becomes very hard for you to love anybody else and to love yourself. And that can, that's a whole nother, you know, chest to break open, and problem to delve into. So I do agree that by forgiving, we clear a path on the way to love. Also, yet another quote, while forgiveness is essential to spiritual growth, it does not make everything immediately wonderful or fine. She said it perfectly. And this is why I don't think you should prematurely give out forgiveness, because in doing that, you might assume that like things are just going to go back to normal, but it's going to come up again. In the immediate, it might come up again, or years later, it's going to come up again. It doesn't make things better just because you said, I forgive you, or someone says, I'm sorry. It doesn't, it doesn't immediately fix the problem when there's residual pain and healing that needs to be done. So please just don't think that an I forgive you or doling out forgiveness in any other form is an immediate solution to whatever your issue is. Again, more bell Hooks. To know compassion fully is to engage in a process of forgiveness and recognition that enables us to release all the baggage we carry that serves as a barrier to healing. Is that not what I just said? And look how, you know, she's talking about the baggage that we carry, the person that's been hurt, not the baggage of the person that hurt you. And this is where forgiveness becomes an act of compassion towards yourself because there's forgiveness that has to be done for yourself as well. And so, you know, do it at the time that's most appropriate for you. And it can really relieve you of all this other stuff. It can. And I didn't believe that before. So, you know, more supporting quotes on this, which were pulled from like the same paragraph. She says, when we practice forgiveness, we let go of shame. That's one I cannot offer you. I can't offer you any cushion on that one. I said I wasn't gonna elaborate on anything and I still did it, but this one, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna say that one more time and then let you sit with that. Interpret that one as you will. When we practice forgiveness, we let go of shame. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? And finally, uh, one more wise word from Bill Hooks making amends both to ourselves and to others is the gift compassion and forgiveness offers us. Yeah. I think you know, don't forget about you. Like don't don't forget about making amends with yourself. Not just validating your own feelings and just, you know, just goes be just making amends with yourself. Um do you love your reaction to things? Do you love the way you've been treating yourself? It's just, there's a lot of facets of it that are honestly can't even come to mind right now. It's a two-way street. It's a two-part process. And it is a long healing journey. And so do it at the pace that's right for you. And there's a world of other things that are out there for you once you've completed that healing journey. You know, I... I, I really hate to put this note here and I should have moved it up further because now I feel bad for saying this. It's one of the, like the last things I'm going to say to you. But I don't think that regret entitles you to another person's forgiveness. So you hurt someone and you feel bad about it. Doesn't mean that because you feel bad about it or because you didn't mean to hurt them that they should instantly forgive you. Because like, and that's my point with mistakes too. Like I think you should treat mistakes a little bit differently than you treat people who hurt you With, you know, malicious intent, they're different a little bit, but the impact is the same. You were still hurt. I know I said I wasn't going to do the impact versus intent thing, but whatever. Um, And I think that if you're hurt, you're hurt and you should, while I think it might be important to make that distinction, I think it's important to make that distinction. I also think you shouldn't weigh so heavy on that distinction of because it was a mistake, I should just forgive them. Because they didn't mean it. I don't think you should take it that way. I think it's something you should consider, but don't base your entire decision on how and when you dole out forgiveness on that distinction. Again, doing what feels right to you at the time that feels right to you. Because I, you know, there's room for manipulation in this too. Either feigned guilt or even if they are truly guilty, them leveraging that guilt against your victimhood and it just becomes a whole nother issue. And so be careful. And this is why I encourage you to do things for you and not for others in this situation. Not saying you should be mean to people in any other situation in your life. But in this case, you get to be a little bit selfish and focus on yourself and put the feelings of others, specifically of those people that have hurt you, second to your own process of coming to terms with the situation and healing. And my note, my final note, is that if you should be forgiving anyone, it should be you first and foremost. For anybody else, it should be you. Um, take all the energy that you're about to put into this perpetrator, whether it be through an act of revenge, premature forgiveness, whatever. Take that before you do any of that other stuff and redirect it positively into yourself. In helping yourself, healing yourself, nurturing yourself, caring for yourself, loving yourself, because you are so worth it. And I am terribly sorry if you've gone through anything and that this, you know, you've been brought to this episode because you need guidance on forgiveness because someone has hurt you. I am sorry if that's the case. I would hope that this is more of casual listening for you and has almost no actual implication in your real life. But again, as I said earlier, there'll always be people there that try to hurt you for a variety of reasons, and I am sorry. Um and I hope that you're doing well and that wherever whatever point you're at in your healing journey right now, That there is indeed a light at the end of the tunnel for you, and that this pain is not infinite and indefinite. Um, There is healing and there's happiness and there's love and there's joy on the other side. And yeah, I hope that wherever you are in your healing journey, you are doing what feels right for you at the time that feels right for you. And again, I wish you the absolute best of luck. And I will see you on the flip side. I wish you all the best. This has been the Untitled Podcast. I have been your host, Crystal. Please have the most wonderful, wonderful of days and make good choices. Make good choices for you. Thank you again and goodbye.